Hey guys, yeah, it's about 9.28 a.m. I'm still home. Uh, you know, I don't start until about, uh, I would say, 1 o'clock today, so I have to leave the house by 10.50, a little around that time, maybe 10.55, but mostly 10.50 because I don't really trust the buses sometimes because depending on the drivers, sometimes they might show up early and then decide to just to take off without waiting, you know, so hopefully that doesn't happen here and I kind of ensure that doesn't happen by, you know, leaving the house early and, you know, getting there on time, you know, getting to the stop, even though it's across the street, literally across the corner from me, um, I make sure I get there in time to, you know, uh, be there when they arrive. Also, the fact that this next two weeks kind of benefits me a little bit because I'm off for, like I say, well, not off, but um, I have basically the... Um, midday shift, if you will, which means for the mornings I'm off, basically. Um, I have the mornings to myself. Uh, the rest of this week, because I was off yesterday, I will be working. But come Sunday and next Wednesday, I will be off. But like I said, what benefits me is the fact that I don't have to be at work until the afternoon unless things change. But that's not what I'm here to talk about. Because as you see by the title, I'm here to talk about the latest shift slash chapter that Dizzy Arts Michelle did for Metamorphosized to Malleability, which is the 200th, 230th shift. Hold on for a sec. Okay, so long story short, in case you guys haven't caught up with it yet, uh, re a lot of recent changes have happened storyline-wise with uh, metamorphosized to malleability. Mostly a part of Briella, just an insignificant part, but it's rapidly growing into its own uh, persona, believe it or not, um, has decided to venture off on its own. It's basically very independent now, very, sen very sentient, independent, it's basically becoming its own person with its own elastic powers, going by the name of Mimi. Um, which kind of lets us know that she... Uh, because the, the catch about the, the renegade piece of her, Mimi, that's escaped, you know, from Briella, and ventured off on its own, is she absorbs any kind of mass she can get her hands on to grow. You know, to basically grow and become more of her own being. And that's kind of what she does in the uh, second part of the story, because just like uh, Michelle does a lot with other previous shifts and chapters, uh, when it comes to uh, this series, sometimes you'll have a, a plot A, a story A, and then a story B. And story B right now focuses on the renegade clone and what it's capable of doing. And apparently she has a target in mind uh, to go after because she has gotten to a point now to where not only has she absorbed um, other mass around her like animals, human beings and stuff, but now she's able to shapeshift not, into, not just into the people she absorbs to throw anybody, off, anybody else off course because their mass is a part of her and that she can become that person. But she also 
uh, I guess, has become independent enough to where she not only has to eat, but she can also drive. And towards the end of this recent chapter, Shift, she goes to a cliffside area, morphs into a crow, and flies off to an unknown destination towards her target, whatever target that might be. We don't know if that's going to be Briella. We don't know who it's going to be, but she's going after somebody. And what's interesting is in the first part of the story, which is story A, um, Briella, Crystal, and the friend, Briella's best friend, Alina, uh, Aaliyah, or Elena, I, I can't pronounce that, I do apologize, uh, Alana, yeah, there it is, Alana, they try to come up with different scenarios. You know, they try to come up with different scenarios. Well, mostly Briella tries to come up with a different scenario. And they all kind of figure out that, you know, she does have a connection still to this piece to where she can locate where it's going to show up. And they kind of start plotting and planning, figuring out, okay, how can we capture this? And Briella's thinking, well, I have, I have several options. I can either try to capture her. I can either try to uh, stun her, in other words, you know, liquefy her by stunning her or something like that, freezing her, um, because she knows that the other option she has is destroying it, basically saying, uh, basically saying that the only other option that would work if the others don't is destroying that piece of her, and she doesn't want to do it, because, you know, Briella you know, wants to know what's going on. What is the issue? What did she do to this, you know, part of her that caused such resentment? What is going on? And, you know, that's basically what this uh, 230th shift was about. You know, them figuring, Briella and Crystal and Alana, to an extent, figuring out, okay, and maybe potentially coming up with a plan of, okay, how do we find her, you know, which, again, they can find her or kind of at least locate the area she'll be in thanks to the connection with Briella. They're like, okay, where can we find her uh, to cap to not only capture her and maybe have Briella reabsorb her, but to also get some answers as to why, what is going on. And it also does do, and also the story does give us a little bit more character development with, um, you know, with Mimi, as she calls herself, because there is something there. There is some kind of resentment there. And she's going after somebody, but we do not know who that person is. We don't know if it's Briella. We don't know if it's the associates of the doctor that tried to gain the power for himself. We don't know if it's the uh, place, the Suri Genesis, or whatever it's called, that caused, you know, Briella to become what she is. Or it's the people that Briella is kind of working with that, according to Alana, you know, Alana believes they're kind of keeping some secrets from her and they're not telling her everything. So we don't know what that target, so we don't know who the target is. We don't know. Now, my assumption, my assumption is if it is the people that Briella works with on occasions with these missions that she's going after, maybe it's because she sees something that, or senses something that Briella doesn't. And it's upset her. It's upset her not just with Briella, but with these people. You know, and if it is them that she's going after, and she's upset at, at something that they did, 
you know, what is it? You know, are the, you know, is Alana right? You know, you know, are they not telling her everything? You know, is there more to it? And this little part of her is kind of realizing, hey, these people should be, you know, if I'm working with these people, or if my other half is working with these people, they should tell us everything. You know, we don't know. You know, it, you know, is she going after Briella to try to absorb her so she be, becomes more powerful? We don't know. Or, or is she going after that one individual that I mentioned? And again, it's a long shot, but sometimes with long-term storytelling, you go back to uh, certain things you never thought you'd go back to uh, and revisit just because, you know, there's a good chance it'll fit into the story down the line. And, you know, there's a good chance that her target could be that guy, that inspector, that landscape inspector that Briella um, had intimate relations with uh, that one time when she disguised herself as her own secretary and her own secretary basically took on a life of its own. Like, you know, acting like Briella just didn't matter and she was the only thing. So we don't know. That could be it too. There's a lot of... Now, there's a lot of interesting scenarios to to look at, uh, to really look at, guys. And I can only imagine what Michelle Desi Arts, uh, Desi Arts has uh, in store for us. Uh, but we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. But like I said, it's an interesting turn of events. Um, we are basically, I would assume. Um, we are basically, hold on for a sec, while I check something, guys. Hold on for a sec. Okay. Um, because we do know that, uh, according to my device right now that I just talked to, or just asked a question, we have 16 weeks left in the month. Or not the month, but the year. We have 16 weeks left. And if Michelle goes steadily like she's doing, on a weekly basis... You know, days, you know, depending on, you know, days depending on when she releases the next shift or chapter. Um, we will be hitting the 246th chapter or the 245th chapter by Christmas time. Which means by the time we get to 250, that will be in time for February, the month of love, which is, of course, Valentine's. Which I'm assuming, I'm assuming that she wants to target because... You know, they got the wedding storyline-wise between Crystal and Briella to get through. And it makes me... Um, it makes me very curious that that's exactly, um, you know, what where she's heading. That's the direction that she's heading. Like, she wants to get through all these different uh, scenarios that Briella, Crystal, Alana, and Mimi, and all these people involved, all these characters involved are going to be part of. Uh, she wants to get through all of this before the end of the year so that she could spend the next month or so at the beginning of 2023 to build up to the wedding in time for Valentine's Day. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting to see how she gets there, especially with this new development, with this renegade piece of the Briella character uh, become, you know, coming into its own and going after you know, some kind of unknown target, which again, we don't know who that's going to be. But it definitely feels like she is setting herself up, Michelle that is, to build towards a Valentine's Day 250th uh, shift slash chapter 
focused on the wedding. And I still stick by what I think is going to happen throughout this time as we build towards it. And because what I believe is going to happen as we build towards it is Crystal, believe it or not, is going to gain elastic powers, malleability powers, just like Brie. I think that's what's going to happen. And I feel, I don't know why, I feel that Mimi is going to play an integral part in that. Now, I could be wrong, but I feel Mimi's going to play an integral part. I don't know how, but I just do. Now, again, we still have the rest of the year to figure out exactly what direction she's going in, Michelle, that is, with the story. But like I said, it's not the first time she's done something like this before. As I said in a previous review, I think of another chapter, I think it was 228, I believe, another shift chapter. Uh, as I mentioned there, she's done this before. I mean, you look at the Unlimited series that she did, and it's around the seventh chapter, not the eighth chapter, as I first assumed, but it's around the seventh chapter towards the end, where basically the main character, um, Isaac, Izzy for short, nearly is wiped out of existence because throughout all the chapters of that series, he becomes all these different personas, mostly female. And as these female personas, he falls in love with other people. So because of that, he's basically essentially given life, independency, if you will, um, to these female alter egos he's become. And because of that, they detach themselves literally from Isaac, almost wiping him out of existence. But we find out he's okay because he has these powers, so what little bit of him is still left, he's able to reconstitute himself back to normal almost. And he's able to have a connection with the ladies. Which does kind of result in all of them having a happy ending somewhat at the end of the series. But the point that I'm getting at is Michelle is used to doing this. So going in this direction where we have this renegade uh, piece of Briella gaining its own sentence, you know, its own independence and wanting its own, you know, life and wanting to go after whoever it's, the target it's going after is, you know, it's no, it's no, um, you know, it's no surprise to me whatsoever. It's really not. But so far, I think what she's doing, now that we're 230 shifts in, I think she's doing a great job. And again, I cannot wait to see what she's got planned for the next one, what she's got planned for the next 16 weeks going out of 2022, and what she'll have planned for the first month or so in 2023. Because you got to imagine, like I said, she's going to want to wipe, not wipe up, not wipe, but she's going <laughs> to... She's going to want to basically uh, finish a majority, a bulk of the story series before we hit 250 around the time of February and around the time of Valentine's Day. Because I think that's when she's going to want to do the wedding. Because what better time for characters to get married in any kind of story that you're, you know, you're building, that you're working on and you're building towards that moment for than the month of love. So... I think that, again, my assumption, my opinion, but I think that's what she's building towards. I can't wait to see, again, I can't wait to see what she's got in store. And really, that's all I can say. So, guys, I highly recommend checking out the 230th um, edition of Metamorphosized to Malleability. Also, check out the rest of her series as well. You'll thoroughly enjoy it. And until next time, guys, God bless. Take care. Check me out in all the 
outlets you can find me at. And until then, peace. God bless. I will talk to you all later. But guys, like I said, check her out. You can find her at DeviantArt at Dizzy Arts. That's D-E-Z-Z-I-E Arts, A-R-T-S, at DeviantArt.com. So until next time, guys, I will talk to you all later. I'm going to try to get something to eat right now for breakfast before I have to get myself ready for work.